welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Hello, everyone. So glad to be here again. I'm sitting here with Laura Lynn Mercer. And uh, I thought I would introduce Laura Lynn by the numbers. Laura Lynn has one husband, two sons. She's been in Muskoka 17 years. But she's been in education and working with children, elementary school education, right, Laura Lynn, for 25-ish years. So we won't go any further than that. Um, and uh, Laura Lynn has graciously offered to share a scripture with us today, and I am so looking forward to hearing what you have to share. Oh, well, it's great to be here, and I'm so glad you invited me. And I want to start by sharing a scripture with you, and it's John 15. Starting with verse 1, and it says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. Well, those verses, you could make several sermons from them. But today, I just want to focus on abiding, abiding in Christ. What does it mean? How do we do it? Well, some translations like the um, NIV Bible talk about remaining. So remaining means to hold on to, to stay. But the word abide has a different connotation in my mind. It means sort of being enveloped in God's care being held by Him while I rest and grow in Him. Hmm. So, I like that. That's, that's a good way to think of and it. And abiding is the opposite of holding on to and then coasting for a little while. It has a constance to it, a continually getting your nourishment from Christ. So the metaphor that's spoken about in these verses about Christ being the vine and us being the branches mean that we needed to be rooted and as I said, getting that nourishment from Him. We need to have that nourishment on a regular basis. So that tells us how we are to abide, tells us that we need to abide. And I guess the question is, how, right? How do we do that? Because as Christian women, we want to be abiding. God tells us, abide, stay with me, and He will abide in us. But how do we do that? Well, reading through the scripture, looking at different things, there's about five different ways that I've come up with that we can abide. Some of these we do this on a daily basis, 
Other times we do it a little bit more infrequently. But all of these ways mean that we are being nourished, we're being grown, and we are abiding in Christ. So the first way is found in verse 10. It says, let me just find it again here. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. So can you guess what the first way is? <laughs> Keeping the commandments, right? So we know the Ten Commandments, but there's so many more in Jesus' teachings, so many more commandments. But can we actually keep them all? What do you think, Martha? Yes, well, this would be a tough one. I don't think we can keep them all. You're right, we can't. But when we ask for God's forgiveness, we are right with God again, and we continue to abide, even though it's not humanly possible to keep all the commandments. And you know what I would say, too, and I think that the uh, women that are listening, abiding in Christ and keeping His commandments, it assumes that we already know the Lord. We right. have been saved by grace, mm. And it also assumes that it's not our work, but it's the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. who gives us the power to follow those commandments. Absolutely. Christ dwelling in us, His Holy Spirit dwelling in us, right. helps us to keep those commandments. Because otherwise I think it would be just a hill I couldn't climb. No, I couldn't either. But I ask for forgiveness and I continue abiding in Christ. So that's the first way, it says in verse 10, follow His commandments. Now, secondly, abiding in Christ means spending time with Him. Mm -hmm. Spending time with Him through reading the Scripture, through meditation, which means thinking intently about Scripture or thinking intently about Christ, His plans, um, His Word, His works. Thinking intently in prayer, and prayer being another one. So, all of those things, spending time with Christ. Now, there's no right or wrong way to spend time with Christ. For some people, they have to have their first morning coffee. Other people, they get their day started, they have their day planned out, then they sit down with God's Word. For me, because I'm off to work, it's gotta be when I first wake up, I have my Bible and devotional right there and I do it right then. But people are different, and they have different times when they spend time in God's Word. I think so, because I can look back on my life and as a working woman, I definitely got it in the morning, but as a mom, I moved to at nighttime because I'd wake up with a, a cry or someone calling me. So I moved to doing my devotional, my planned devotional in the in the evening before I went to bed. So, but I think that's part of those commandments mm -hmm. that God asks us to read His Word and meditate on it. Meditating on them day and night. Mm -hmm. So even reading a short scripture before bed and your mind thinks about that at night. But being in His Word, spending time with God is the second way that we abide in Him. So thirdly, and this is interesting, Martha, because you mentioned this in a podcast a few weeks ago, having that mindset that right. is focused on God. You said, we can't spend every minute thinking about Christ, but we can have that mindset that allows us to focus on His perspective, on His works, on His way of doing things, on His passions. And so that's another way that we abide in Christ, by having that mindset of God. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And I was thinking in that way, 
too, you know, oftentimes we don't see the growth that happens when we abide. Just like um, I moved to Canada from America and my accent changed. My <laughs> friends in America said, you've got an accent now. And I hadn't noticed a thing. So as we abide in Christ and think his thoughts, I think we naturally become more like Jesus. But we might not even see the growth that happens. That's right. It's a gradual thing. But we constantly need to keep coming back. Is this what God would want? Right. Is this what God would have me have me to do or have me pursue? Right. And that's having the mindset of Christ. So that's three things. Right. Now what about the fourth? Well, the fourth is having a hopeful perspective. Knowing that we only dwell on earth for a short period of time. Our ultimate home is heaven, but we are here to glorify God. We glorify Him through abiding. We glorify Him through doing what He calls us to do. That's another way that we abide. Having that hopeful desire to be with God in eternity. I think that is so great. Um, whatever our personality, we can be positive, mm -hmm. but in the end, Jesus wins. That's right. So it's whether it's about our family or ourselves or the world at large. So I like that, to be hopeful. That's, yeah. that's important. Yeah. And then I have one a fifth thing. And some people do this just naturally. Some people do this all the time. It's not so much me, but I do it occasionally. And that is spending time singing hymns, songs, and spiritual songs. God didn't give me a gift of singing, but I love to sing anyways, and I love to worship Him. So worshiping Christ is a way to abide in Him. That's an excellent way. And it's so easy, if you're not a singer, to turn on those <laughs> hymns or the kind of music that you like and hear really the words sung back to you, right? Absolutely. So it, it helps with that mindset of thinking on God's things. That's right. So, that is wonderful, Laura Lynn. You've really made it more clear and practical because I think it's true, the word abide, it isn't a word we use very often. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think you've really outlined what we can do to actually connect mm -hmm. with Jesus, right? To stay connected. I had uh, said that I was going to introduce Laura Lynn by the numbers, and here come some numbers again. Do you want to just review those five things that we can do to abide in Christ. Absolutely. So the first thing is to obey God's commands. Remember, the Holy Spirit helps us to okay. obey commands. Number two is to spend time with Christ through devotions, through the things that help us to learn. Even sermons and podcasts allow us to learn and grow. Thirdly, we need to have a mindset that is focused on Christ. And again, that is something that develops over time, having that mindset. Fourthly, have a hopeful perspective. Our ultimate home is eternity with Christ. And so we have that hopeful perspective. And finally, worshiping God. Worshiping through hymns, psalms, and spiritual songs. So wonderful ways to abide in Christ and continue to be rooted, to be, continue to be growing, and uh, fulfilling that abiding in Christ. Well, that is very inspiring and always a good reminder uh, about all those five things. Um, so wonderful to have you here today, Laura Lynn. And I'm sure that uh, the women out there will be blessed by this
uh, from John chapter 15. Do you have any final closing thoughts that you want to leave with us? Well, you know, God enables us to abide in Him through His Holy Spirit. We talked about that, how the Holy Spirit helps us to have that right perspective. So we don't have to worry that we can't do it. Even though God says to abide, we don't have to say, oh, I, I just can't. We don't have to worry because God's Holy Spirit enables us to do that. We can have constant living with Christ because Christ is a constant living with God the Father, God the Holy Spirit. So that indwelling indwells us and we are able to abide. Well, excellent. Well, thank you so much for that word of encouragement. And uh, so glad you could be here. And I think perhaps we're going to follow this up with another one mm. from John 15, if you're willing to come back. Absolutely, I am. What does Great. it look like to abide? But then God says, be fruitful. Excellent. Well, we look forward to that. Well, thank you, everyone, for being with us today. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ. Thank you.